Midweek Mumble. Yeah. You've mentioned this one a few times, Dan. I have, yeah. It's called Let It Ride. It's a Richard Dreyfuss film. It's from the 80s. And it's probably the best film of the 80s. There. I'm throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best right. film of yeah. the 80s. The one that you didn't even bother watching, Riggs. Well, let, let's ask a question. Did you watch it, Pete? Did you bother? I did, but it's not the best film of the 80s. Okay. Well, Conan the Barbarian is the best film of right, the 80s. Okay, see, that's what I'm up against. I did watch this. I watched okay. it on Sunday. It was Sunday morning. Quite a good time to watch this. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if I could go with that. <laughs> sure. It was Dalton's Bond films in the 80s. <laughs> okay. Right. And and yourself, Riggs, what did you think of it? I'm afraid I didn't catch this oh, one, Dan. MG. So I'll try and keep go. it um, to myself. We're going to try and sell it to you then, are we? <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. do that yeah. thing Dan does when he doesn't watch films that you nominate where he says, oh, you've got to try and sell it to me. Yeah, it's a tough sell. It is going to be a tough sell because to this is as mediocre as they come. <laughs> well, okay. Right. Let's, let's talk about what this film is it's the it's basically a guy richard dreyfus who's having the luckiest day ever down the racetrack his home life's fallen out around him he's made all these promises to the missus he's going to stop gambling he's going to quit it all tomorrow is going to be the start of that new start for them but in between that happening and him working as a cab driver late at night with another friend they get a tip well, it's quite he can't creepy no. because his mate Looney, yeah, is a cab driver, and he's recording all of his passengers. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so there's some people it's only like for the smut making out. <laughs> yeah, that there's, is there's a, some like there's some legal I've yeah, seen issues. Pornhub related content along these lines. Yeah. But there's there's, there's two fellas PR nightmare. Yeah, yeah, there's two fellas chatting, and they are talking about a horse along the lines of it will fucking win, like. I got the horse right here, the name of George. Yeah, it's like that kind of start, you know. So, so what, gets, what he, was that? Because I have no context. <laughs> I don't so. know. Was don't that know. something from the, the movie? Or? Songs. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. It's a famous one. Uh, Dreyfus gets wind of this conversation. and C- Sorry to sorry to interrupt. Are we sticking with Dreyfus? Dreyfus Are we saying Dreyfus. that? Like, I, I would say Richard Dreyfus, not Dreyfus. I don't, as, I don't really care. You guys. I don't have a preference. No, you're saying it like David Bowie would say it. Rain it in over there, Peter. Oh. <laughs> I would have said Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus as well. Oh, yeah. Dreyfus? Dreyf- just Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Yeah, Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. RD. His he... name's um, Jay Trotter. We could go with that if you prefer a good character name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he's clearly. Yeah, he's he's related to Del Boy, which is obviously mm. comes in. You yeah. Know he's that. got this hot tip then from his mate. Do you recognize him? Because he's a fucking weird looking dude. No, yeah, I've never been, seen him in anything. He, I he's think... from the New York Dolls. Right, okay. I think he's been also in Scrooge. He was. With, he was a cab driver in Scrooge. Yeah. Typecast. That's right. But yeah, yeah he's a musician first and foremost. He was in uh, New York Dolls. Well, Jim Jarmusch, who we're going to be talking about later in in another pod, he attracts a lot of musician types within the, the, the film community and everything to come in. But I've not seen this guy, actually. <laughs> what, what's that? What's, what's that? relevance to yeah, this? What? I don't know. I, I, I started <laughs> to think I was actually talking about another film we were talking about. <laughs> But never mind that. Go on. So anyway, he's got this hot tip and he's going to put a bet on it. Can we edit all that out? No, no. definitely not. <laughs> the crux of the matter is they've got this tip. It can't lose, so they're told, and he's going to have one more bet. Isn't there something like this? There's, there's something foul is afoot, like they've done something in... Ho- I don't know a lot about horse racing, but the reason that they know it's such a hot tip is because they've done something like not fed it for a month they've or held something. It back. They've, they've Lance Armstrong. 
They've lanced yeah. it. No, it's, they've it's performance juicing, enhanced it. But they've done something that is like not is either illegal or is not horse racing etiquette. And because of this, and I didn't really understand what yeah. it was, they've held it back. They've held it back. What does that mean? They've either told the jockeys not to, you know, run at its full pace, hold it back uh, a little bit, right, so right. You got, you it, got, it got, doesn't yeah. win, yeah. and the odds increase for it Course. to win the next. Time. Makes sense. But now, then yeah. it was weird because he goes to put the bet on, and they. There's just a queue for a certain kind of stake. Yeah. It's a $50 win line. I don't understand this because this is not how you bet over here. So you just got to put, you just pick a horse and you you can only put 50 on it on this window. Yeah. You just get a ticket and then whatever the odds are. I guess it's like tables in Vegas where it's like Yeah, but that's a fixed odds game. Yeah, true. You know, I would say if, to me, that horse is, I'm, I know it's going to win, as yeah. in uh, that's what he thinks. He's sure it's going to win. So I would want to put more than 50 on it. Mm. Well, you could put 100 mm. on it or, you know, multiple of 50. Any multiple of 50. It, I think uh, that's what yeah, they did. He does that later there, on in the film. But there may be strange. another way of doing it, but for the, for the Pete, Pete's point of the film. Pete's quite into his betting. He wants to put a bet on each way on the nose. <laughs> uh, yeah maybe and I, I'm, and I think it won I don't know what any of that means because I don't do bet I don't understand bet each way is for a place and on the nose is for a win yeah right. so you're, you're crossing the streams if you do both yeah but I yeah okay so, something else which I, so maybe that's like a an American way mm. of betting another thing that just irritated me all the way through the film was when they referred to the horse instead of referring to either its name or just saying number four they had to say the number four, the horse. Number four horse every <laughs> single time oh what are you oh i'm betting on the number seven horse oh, oh what about the number eight horse it's like okay we understand no, the that it's two horses. yeah we understand it's horses that you're betting on why do you have to keep reinforcing the horse so when you're watching the race you can get the, into and they're it. shouting go on the number four horse go yeah. on the number four horse it's like you could save yourself so many syllables by just cutting out <laughs> the word horse we know it's horses it's horse racing Shut up. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It wins. Right. I've, got <laughs> a lot of, I've got a newborn in the house. I'm so fucking angry right now. <laughs> but this horse does, in fact, win. Surprise. Yes. So, it's, well, it's a photo it's, shoot. It's a photo. Photo shoot? Photo finish. <laughs> it's very tense. Yeah, it's and posing. Boudoir. Yeah, yeah. pouting. To the the only way Charity can lose is if it gets hit by lightning in the starting blocks. How do you like those odds? So he, his friend being the such the loser he is, he doesn't bet on this horse and he bets on another horse, which loses. But Richard uh, Dreyfus Trotter, (laughs) he is Dickie Dreyfus. He's, he's happy. He's quids in. He's, he's won his bet. He's going how, how much in, did he win? Like he wins like is it like seventy something dollars in the first? No, seven hundred and forty something. Is seven hundred and forty? And that's decent. Yeah, it's, it's a good. decent amount. And this it's is not life-changing money though. It's a good start though. Nineteen eighties though. That was would have been a serious chunk of moolah. When you, when you put it into the context yeah. of uh, obviously, then we're, we're going to talk about the fact that he doubles down on other horses and stuff. So, but when you put it into the context of how much he wins later on. Still and, didn't and that, was that, that is right? him coming out like uh, with zero. Seven hundred quid is fuck all, but I mm-hmm. guess he needs that seven hundred quid in order to then go on this journey. Well, a, a hot what was it? No, a hot dog or a hamburger cost a dollar fifty. So right. it gives you. A, I've got a the bit final of figure in, adjusted for inflation for later. Right, so okay. 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 that stat. So we've got a, a variety of characters in and around the the racetrack that are just general losers and bums that that hang around, and they're all within his kind of friendship list or, or people that he knows and well, he goes to a bar doesn't he and there's loads of sort of yeah gambler they're all like deadbeats and fucking weirdos is that weirdo with the long hair that 
comes up and just starts screaming at him. I, I oh, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. 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 There's So it's, it's filled with these kind of characters who yeah. ask him for, for tips. And then when he gives them one, they laugh at him saying, yeah, he's got a fucking chance. What are you doing? But he he takes all his money. And instead of um, going home and starting his, his life again with the wife, he, he doubles down on it and he goes, let it ride to Robbie Coltrane, who's, yeah, the, the, cashier, oh, yeah. Yeah. who's the cashier. The cast is strong in this film. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. cast is but strong. But why? Is there some sort of like magic of... Uh, he, he straight away, he gets... The, he, he prays in the bog. He goes to the toilet and he, he says a prayer to the toilet gods. And he then, he has this feeling that this is his lucky day. This is his real lucky day. So he has another bet. It wins. There's a pickpocket going around, and there's a mistaken identity where they think he gets he gets pinched for this basically. And while he is in the clink, the horse he was going to back doesn't win. Ooh. So he's like, Ooh. "Oh, it's divine intervention! They've yeah. saved me. I, this is my lucky day." So he now, and what, he, that that then encourages him to bet again. Yeah, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, so he, so he, I mean, but this is just like awful, any gambler, then, really, isn't it? I mean, are we, are we supposed to be enjoying this because it just sounds like a really we, awful story so far? So, so far, you know, <laughs> like, you're talking about it's light-hearted. It's it is all yeah. played for for jokes. You, you can't, might yeah. be walking around lucky and not even know it. I know, That's but if you listen to like Paul Merson talking recently about yeah, his I was, I was going to comment on that because the same like, week that oh, his documentary came out, we watched this film. Yeah, so yeah. The, the the there is there isn't really a message in this film. You know, a lot of you know films. Well, there where, is, and it's a terrible. There is, it is a message. You could be walking around lucky and not even know it. That's no, it's not, not even if you're. It's, it's definitely not an anti-gambling <laughs> no, film at any point. It, the message is that even though you're, you've got a gambling problem and your missus is about to leave you, you should you should plow on through because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it will one day hit that day where one you win day, five bets. You're going to win. You're going to be lucky. <laughs> exactly. So when does Ray Winston's head beam into this and he tells you the yeah, answer? Yeah, it, it, well, they use Robbie Coltrane Cold, instead for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Uh, but you know, he's he's a cabbie that comes king for a day around the track, and as he bet again he becomes a bit of a, a a king in the racetrack they can't believe it you know they're all these people are saying what are you going to do what are you going to do and he's like let it ride robbie coltrane they let saying, him into the vips yeah the, the well, jockey we've, club. we've missed we've missed a bit because it's fine because That's what fine. happens <laughs> well, no, no, the whole lot, it's <laughs> important it's important because what happens is he has got hold of this tape which is the recording of the guys in the back of the taxi talking about this dead cert that he then backs, that he then wins on. He then takes that tape to the, the like the paddock, is, yeah. is that what it's called? Yeah. Where the owners are there and, and the trainers and says, listen, so you know, you got recorded in a cab, here's the tape. And they're like, right, fuck it. Because they've done something illegal that they shouldn't have, they're like, are oh, you asshole? right? How much money do you want to just fuck off? And, and he's like, no, listen, I just want to give this tape to you. It's the only copy, I promise you. And I just want to say thank you. You've saved my bacon here because I'm now 700 quid up. So thanks very much. They, they believe his that he's genuine. Mm. And so then this guy says, listen, tell you what, if you're going to go do some more gambling, why don't you take my ticket or whatever it is for the for the jockey club so like the we're all like the hoi polloi uh, rather uh, than the bums in the bar yeah, that he's so been hanging where out you can with. bet big yeah so now he's like escalated to this he gets to he gets like initially like far more respect and so on the guy even gives him his tie to get into the jockey club and that that's how he ends up kind of like elevating his standing within this kind of day's racing right he meets jennifer tilly's boobs in the okay VIP bit. they yeah. are hands down the best fucking bit of thing about this film they are out of control 
Unbelievable. Another great thing about this film. I no, well, yeah. the only two things that were good. No, not the only two. That's harsh. But they are the best two things in this film by some distance. They are fucking phenomenal. But he is he's neglecting his wife and she obviously knows exactly where he's at. And it's Terry Gar. She's hot in this. She yeah. is really mm. hot. Yeah, another good reason yeah. to enjoy this film. Yeah. So she's increasingly disappointed in him as well. And they have a big kind of argument in the jockey club where the the jockey club show how snobby they are he's like well fuck you all like you know and he goes back down and he bets again yeah he bets at, all the money at first because he's sort of like in the jockey club so everybody thinks well he's here so he must be someone mm. you know important or rich or whatever he gets a bit of heat from the from the birds in there gets a bit of respect and a few nods from the fellas that are in there because anyone who's in there is is like you know going to be like a high roller or have like a a, a high standing but then you see this like significant class divide becoming more apparent and that he's him and his missus having like dust ups in this jockey club. It's it's not cool. And they quickly realize that he's just a bum. He's got lucky mm. and um, and he tells them all to shove it. Well, he does when he wins again, yeah. doesn't he? He finds out he, he's won again and he's like, fuck off, I've won, I've won. You know, just going mad. And they're all like, oh, you know, that's that's inappropriate. How much has he made at this point now? Big so money? He gets up to 68 grand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Decent. Well, he wins 69,000 lot and then he gives um, he gives a few things away to get it down to 68. Yeah. But then with they, they, he works it out like with, so t- half of it goes straight to the, the IRS. Yeah. yeah. And then with the rest, there's uh, all stuff <laughs> that he's either promised he's going to give his mm, missus or yeah. things he needs to pay off or whatever. He writes it all down on a bit of paper and he's got a big fat zero out of this 69 grand win. So he actually he physically has the cash, yeah, but, but it's, it's all, all gone. It's all it's on all a promise to, to other stuff. So does he, you know, that's the, the age old thing that, that do you walk away mm. and, you know, square everything off or do you go again? You what do you think he time? did, side? That's uh, Riggs. Well, it's his lucky day. So I think he bets again. And you might be right. Unfortunately. Well, he goes to the bar yeah. and he says we should all pool our money because everyone wants to know what he's doing and they want to copy mm. him because he's They're on the They're all cheering him. We're going to pool our money. Yeah. And we're going to get a horse. Yeah. And we're going to divide it all up. And they're like, well, wait a minute. What, my money's going to be involved now? Mm. No, no, no. I'm not risking all the money I've got. You risk all the money you've got. So he, he takes that and he goes back to Robbie Coltrane who hasn't got the amount of tickets that he would need in the $50 window ticket so he takes him down to another room the counting room where there's a shake kind of crying over all the the oil money he's (laughs) lost and and they go in and give him a receipt and he goes to bet this bit I didn't understand the three horse I think it was wasn't it Pete I I didn't understand (laughs) this bit because he says well you can you can put all this money on 68,000 pound bet sorry 68,000 dollar bet he said but that that will cripple the odds you know so you, you know and i was thinking that's bullshit you just you take the price yeah mm. a- again there's some kind of betting over here if you went discrepancy so you're, you're betting you on can the grand take National. the odds yeah i'm, I'm back in 101 horse i want that 100 101 price before it goes down yeah and he's only betting 68 grand i'm sure like in the racetrack that's well, i don't not gonna, know whether he gets it goes those from 40 odds. to 1 to 8 to 1 i don't know whether he gets those odds he got 8 or- to 1 because he won when it wins, he won five hundred forty-four. How has he chosen this horse? Sorry, what did it, what did you say? So that? He, he, it's just it's it is blind luck, but he, oh he's it, but because no, he's no. hot, because he's hot. There's one of them that he goes. So one of them quite cleverly, he goes out and asks all the people who normally give him the tips, like, "Oh, who are you who are you backing?" 
and they go, oh, the number seven horse, the number eight, and there's this like whole kind of like skit of, of every, and they say everything but the number three horse, so that's the one that he puts the money on, and that one wins. I think the very last one, Hot to it's, trot. It's, his, it's his mate, Looney or yeah. whatever, who says like, oh, yeah, you'd have to be fucking mad to back this well, horse. They're like, back in the paddock, aren't they? Yeah. And he says, whatever you do, don't bet on this horse. It looks at him. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. It yeah. looks at him. Oh, it, it winks, winks at him. The, the horse, horse winks at him. And it's called Hot to Trot. So his um, name being hot, Trotter, it, Trotter, it's enough of a sign for him. On was it a decent day. wink? Did it? In, did you it's feel convinced by the horse's wink? wink? Yeah. 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 I, okay. I'm, I'm easily taken by a horse's wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it races and guess what? get a really, really Fo- anticlimactic f- fucking ending. Yeah. Another photo shoot. <laughs> right. But he knows it's one. Everybody else is going around, but he just, he, it kind of winks at him. Yeah, because the first photo shoot, over the line. he's nervous <laughs> as fuck, but this one, he just like, yeah. Yeah. And he just looks, he breaks, he does it a couple of times, and he breaks the fourth wall yeah. and he says, I'm having a really good day. And, and that's the, it. his missus comes back into the oh, track. It sounds then. dreadful. It's it fucking does, amazing, it does, this film. It's, so, not, it's um, definitely not amazing. I, I, it's we, one of the greatest films of all time. I, genuinely, well, do you really love this film? I really love this film. I've we, seen it probably six times, maybe seven. When you said one of the greatest films of all time, mm. like, is there no sense of, Sort of sarcasm in understanding it's not going to be everybody's favorite film of all time is, is is there a nostalgic reason why you like this is it like i have no idea where i mean i i like i like a flutter now and again i like richard yeah, but you bet Dreyfus. pence and yeah, stuff i bet i bet you know nothing if i could but you know i'm not a yeah a big gambler or anything I, li- I like the film. It was just a, a, a re- I like Robbie Coltrane in it. I, I just thought it was a really well written, full of great lines, great scenes. There was plenty of it's light entertainment. There's nothing that's gonna make you feel, you know, anxious or really kind of mm. horrible in that. I know you like those films, the horror films. <clears throat> you like to to shit yourself and then kind of mop it up and get this. Just a nice kind of, you know, where it's going. No, it sounds like a sort of time capsule of really bad eighties values around gambling. What I would say in its defence is that gem. at the time, I would imagine that it would have been like it was bringing bringing something that I've not really seen a lot of films about horse racing. Like the gambling aspect is obviously quite exciting. Horse racing in general as a subject matter isn't particularly great for doing a film about necessarily. I've seen a couple of good ones. Well, I, 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 this is pretty much the only one I've seen. I'd say at the time, I reckon it would have been like a funny, zany. We've had a couple of conversations about 80s films where like Short Circuit, it's nothing like Short mm. Circuit, but you mm. know, at the time it would have been a bit wacky, zany. He was... He's like larger than life character. It's well acted. He's he's a great actor, and Robbie Coltrane's very good. And there's there's other good actors in it, good performances in it. So the the characters are a bit kind of like not really believable, but there's good performances. I think at the time it probably would have been a bit of a a bit of a hit, but now as a film, it just doesn't stand up to like anything by today's standards at all for me. Well, I'll tell you who it? disagrees with you. Richard Dreyfus, Ginger Tompkins on Google reviews. <laughs> and he, he said, if you've ever been a gambler or are one or have known one, this is the movie for you. You will laugh all the way to the bank. And also Ray Keiselmeiger, oh, he, yeah. he just five months ago, he said this, I watch this movie every three or four months and I love it every time. <laughs> Boom. You can check them out yeah. on Google reviews. 
Oh, I feel the, silly now. There, there, there is a good cast in this. We've mentioned it. It's got Mr. Dreyfus, Dreyfus, the geezer from New York Dolls. It's got Terry Gar, Jennifer Tilly, Robbie Coltrane. It's also got Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. Yeah. The ginger one. Great so cast. with all that talent, they managed to rack up a budget. and They spent $18 million on this. That's peanuts, really, when you think of the enjoyment it's given everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think it was a winner or a loser? Oh, it's 100% a fucking winner. Well, it's going it's to have been a winner. All the way to I the I would bank. imagine. For the... It was a long shot, maybe, but it, it came 10 in. Million, 10 million. No, it fucking lost loads. It only made $5 million. Actually, well, yeah. we'll get off your high horse. <laughs> this, so we watched this. We mentioned it. We alluded to it before. The same week that Paul Merson's gambling documentary yeah. was out i don't know if any of you saw that i saw clips much. of it and read the article about it yeah. and so I'd yeah much he's, a scum. he's a chelsea fan and a gooner so fuck yeah him. but still the way his life is yeah however i'm joking he it's got terrible. To that. this in this there's no like no. oh gambling's a bit dodgy don't gamble don't gamble with anything that you can't afford to lose it's just like fucking gamble as much as you want go in there's no jeopardy there's no yeah, there's like, no danger yeah. you'll no, always win no no i disagree because you do see all the losers around the track you know having a great time. He, he's one of them and it all comes good for him it does. it's a terrible and message. it will come good for everyone if you keep gambling enough. <laughs> he know? won he did end up winning five hundred and forty four thousand dollars yeah. which in today's money is 1.18 million which is a decent amount to win it's a good day there, you know that's but he would have right. fucking lost it the next week because that's he's a gambler yeah mm. no because he was stopping after this yeah he was stopping <laughs> after this i mean it, it's got a cult following an occult following is it cult anyway um, yes. kid, i mean um it was yay directed or nay. Oh, hang on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a definite nay for me. It was directed by a fella called Joe Pitka. He's only directed one other film. Well, he does adverts most of the time. Well, he's directed another motion picture. What one's that? It's a stinker. Star Wars. Close. Space Jam. Space Jam. Oh, fucking oh, with, terrible! Not the new one. No, the old one. The, the old one, one with and Michael Jack. with Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Bugs Bunny and Shaquille Bill Murray's in it as well. Yeah, like, yeah that's Jordan. a fucking another great movie. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that in Shimla one time when I I was in India. Yeah. This anyway. film though that we watched for me just completely mediocre. I watched it on a Sunday morning. The missus and the kid were doing something, so they were out a bit, and it was nice ish. Just put on switch your brain off and just yeah. sit through a film beautiful but brilliant Sunday. it wasn't good do you know what I mean it was amazing. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I wouldn't say go and watch this because there's a million other no. films you could watch that are better you miss nothing Riggs yeah honestly Riggs you've got to watch this because this is <laughs> this is this is in my top 10 movies this. shut up this wow. way fucking amazing. no way I love this movie I might I never I got the horse right here the name is George Riffier <laughs> top, yeah, this come is a top on. 10 movie alright fair play I might never watch this don't Rain it in. <laughs> <laughs>